Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is sponsored by Freedom Mortgage, dedicated to veterans and your homeownership needs. Visit freedommortgage.com forward slash CBS Vets, NMLS 2767, Equal Housing Lender. This time on Vet Story. I'm not going to ruin my day seeing somebody do something I think is wrong, but it's not, it doesn't affect me. But still, uh, I, I don't appreciate it. And I don't think it's going to get the message that they want to get across on the subject, which uh, the subject is a whole nother, uh, a whole nother bag of worms. You had people throwing around N-words? Yeah, definitely. You know, right around me. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm looking around trying not to, one, get up and fight someone. Um, an uncomfortable, you know, environment to, to be in because I've, I've never felt really anything like that. Welcome to another episode of Vet Story. I'm your host, Phil Briggs. And this isn't so much a story about a veteran, but what veterans think about a story. All right, so by now we all heard the comments, right? Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now, out, he's fired. He's fired! When President Trump commented on NFL players kneeling during the anthem, he resurrected a discussion, which has seemingly gone from a conversation about racial issues to one of patriotism. And if you were at the campaign rally in Alabama, you heard even more comments. The only thing you could do better is if you see it, even if it's one player, leave the stadium. I guarantee things will stop. Things will stop. Just pick up and leave. Some owner's going to do that. He's going to say, that guy that disrespects our flag, he's fired. And that owner, they don't know it. They don't know it. They're friends of mine, many of them. They don't know. They'll be the most popular person for a week. They'll be the most popular person in this country. And then there was a Sunday full of sports analysts and athletes alike all making their comments. Like Baltimore Ravens tight end Benjamin Watson. A lot of guys were upset about the things President Trump said. Um, We were upset that uh, he would imply that that we can exercise our First Amendment rights as players. We were upset that he would imply that we should be um, fired. for exercising those rights. But once the discussion hit social media, it caught on fire. And yesterday was one of those rare moments where as I'm flipping through Facebook, literally all my friends, everyone I know from coast to coast, they're all commenting on the same issue. Some say standing is the only option. Some understood that free speech is a right and they opted to support those that were taking a knee. I mean, everywhere you looked, people were sharing memes and pictures of wounded soldiers and grieving widows at caskets. I mean, it really was a rare time that everyone had something to say about the same issue. 
So it was only natural that when I came into work today, and my colleagues represent a wide range of veterans, all with different backgrounds, well, I wanted their take. So here are the conversations we had. And along the way, I learned something. Everybody go around the room, say their name. Matt Saintson. Eric Dame. Of course, my colleagues at ConnectingVets.com. And uh, let's just start. Eric, kneel or stand? Stand for me personally. Um, I respect everyone's right to do what they want as long as it's within the frame of the law and it's peaceful. Protesting is fine by me. Uh, So, you know, uh, while I may disagree with people like, well, Colin Kaepernick's no longer in the NFL, which has something to do with the protests, also has to do with the fact that he was one in 10 as a starter for the 49ers last year. So take two of those into account. Um, (laughs) I'm a Raider fan and my team played on Sunday night football and against uh, my Redskins, by the way, (laughs) my favorite team. And a lot of them sat on the sidelines, Uh, not many kneeling, but a bunch of them sitting down during it. Other ones locking arms. Um you know, and, and when I saw it and I was thinking to myself, I, I don't like this again, I respect your ability to do it, but I don't like it. You know what though, Phil, I didn't say anything on social media about it. Right. And the reason for that is there's been a lot of browbeating within the veteran community. Oh, you don't like it. What are you a racist? What are you a Nazi? Name you don't calling. like these guys kneeling for the American flag. And to me, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a respect for, again, those who gave their lives. Um, I was privileged to have known uh, a few gentlemen who gave their lives for this country. It, it, it's something where when you've stood at a ceremony for someone who lost their life, defending what that flag stands for, uh, it, you don't like seeing it disrespected. Right so again, obviously your prerogative, I'm never going to tell anyone not to do it. I don't, I, I'm not going to do that ever. But still, uh, I, I don't appreciate it. And I don't think it's going to get the message that they want to get across on the subject, which uh, the subject is a whole nother, uh, a whole nother bag of worms that we can hold that thought right there. We're going to come back to that because yeah. uh, you're on to something that's been a common denominator in about six conversations I've had on this right. this morning alone. Matt, Army veteran, um, standard Neil. I don't have really an opinion e- either way. Um, okay, fair enough. And um, I guess if an athlete wants to kneel, uh, I don't particularly have uh, a problem with that. If they want to stand, I, I don't think they're particularly, that doesn't make them more or less patriotic e- either way. Okay. Uh, I think what, what I see this as Americans uh, that are exercising their rights. But I think this conversation, it, it kind of evolved to... You know, the, the, the genesis of the Colin Kaepernick and, and some other individuals, uh, athletes that were kneeling, the genesis of that wasn't to disrespect of the flag or the anthem. And so I, I think that that is the natural evolution of the argument. But I think if you get to the original uh, contention of why, why did Colin Kaepernick and some other athletes do this in the first place? Sure. Uh, not, not to speak for them, but I think they would say you know, this is uh, what they perceive as a racial I- uh, injustice in, in this country. Um, and you know, our officers are enlisted, uh, uh, take oaths of our constitution, uh, support and defend, support and defend the constitution, not the flag. And the constitution is not ambiguous at all. It's not like reading, you know, uh, Nietzsche or, or anything else. It, it, it says <laughs> the Americans have the right to do right. this. Uh, that being said, I can absolutely, I mean, yesterday was gold star mother's day, you know, of, of course, gold star mother, uh, mothers that have, uh, had their uh, sons and daughters sent off to faraway lands and, and not return. Amen. Um, and so I, I can definitely see how, 
you know, I, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to not be a member of, of a, you know, I've, I've, I know people who were killed, obviously, uh, in, in the conflict, but not, not a family member. But I, I can definitely see how a family member uh, of the fallen would take this absolutely as disrespect, even if that is not what the original form or reason of the protest is. Right. Which speaks to the consequences of your actions. You may have the freedom and the right to do something, yeah. but your action has a consequence. Yeah. And back to you, Eric, we were talking earlier about the unintended consequence of how the Pittsburgh Steelers handled this. Right. Uh, they chose to be united and stand in the locker room to, I guess, avoid, you know, the BS. They, From but what yet- I've read, their coach, Mike Tomlin, said they couldn't come to an agreement, so they decided they just weren't going to participate. Either everyone was going to stand for the anthem or no one was going to. And since they couldn't decide on that one way or the other, he decided that they were going to stay in the locker room. Uh, since then, we've, of course, seen that uh, uh, Mr. Villanueva, Army Ranger, Veteran, Bronze Star recipient with the V for Valor, three deployments to Afghanistan. Um, He came out on his own and stood there. And then what you're also seeing now is where the coach of the football team saying, well, I thought we were going to have, I wanted 100% participation. Well, you know what? This guy, I think he gets a a little bit of a pass on that when someone who's done that much for their nation will not. He's he's, he's putting the nation above the team, which apparently to the coach is unacceptable. But people who were kneeling before that, who were putting, uh, you know, their their protest above the nation, it seems a bit hypocritical to me. And it's also when you're talking about freedom of speech issues, telling someone that they can't do it because the team is staying in here. You know what? I don't care about your team when it comes to that. And when it's a sports team, I mean, come on. When we're thinking about sports, I enjoy sports, even though most of my teams lose regularly <laughs> and with frightening uh, capacity for it. Yeah, what was the score of that Raiders uh, skins game last night? I don't know. I have short-term amnesia. That <laughs> it, it was great over the last 15 years since they last went to the Super Bowl. But um it's sports, man. It's yeah. sports. You're putting yeah. the level of importance that people are putting on this is a bit much. It's it's a divisive topic, obviously. Right. And I just don't know that it's the best way to go about uh, not bringing attention. It's it's brought attention to the issue, or has it? Has it now changed? Is it now not about yeah. racial inequality of the police towards the African American community? Is it about that anymore? Or after yesterday, is it about how a lot of people don't like President Trump? Is it about the fans at that Raider uh, Redskin game booing the players who are sitting and kneeling? Is that disrespectful to the anthem or is that the only way to let them know I don't appreciate what you're doing right now? It's it's become such a cluster, basically, to keep it clean, where who knows what this is about anymore. We'll stop right there, step out of our conversation with Eric and Matt, but acknowledge that they're on to something. Something we'll hear more of in this podcast. That this really has sort of become a patriotic measuring contest. Who's is bigger? Who's more patriotic? Who's red, white, and bluer? So I posed the question to somebody who's about as red, white, and blue as it gets. Tom Novak, live up in uh, Connecticut. Uh, used to be a member of a Second Ranger Battalion from 2001-2005. Uh, been a diehard Giants fan my whole life. Nice. I'm also very passionate about politics and everything. Stand or kneel, um, how do you feel about it? Well, I mean, yeah, you know, any time National Anthem for me is played, obviously, I'm standing, respectful. Um, you know, I even get a little choked up towards the end of it, just the way I am. 
Uh, with what's going on now, I don't see a problem in, in either way of doing it. That's, and I'm sure uh, uh, Alejandro Villanueva will tell you the same thing. Maybe he's disappointed in his teammates for coming to that decision, but I think that he respects the decision because that's what he fought for. So anybody that wants to like boycott or whatever, you're more than welcome to do that. But at the same time, anybody's more than welcome to do whatever they feel they think is right when it comes to the national anthem. So somebody says, I want to have a protest or my American experience is different than yours. So I'm going to do this to recognize some kind of issue I want to draw attention to. You don't take that as a slap in your face. Uh, not, not necessarily, but the problem is I don't think enough people are educated on what they're actually protesting. Um, a lot of people like to just be part of a new movement, a new thing to where, you know, younger guys just coming into the league, maybe might, might see a veteran that are, you know, protesting it for whatever reason. They might not know it, but they know that that's what's going on. And then there's a the strength in numbers, mob mentality type thing that, you know, people just go along to get along with what they see. And do you think that plays true to the world of Facebook and social media as all of us armchair quarterbacks get involved? Do you think some people are kind of just jumping on a bandwagon because it, it, it seems convenient to them or they don't make as much money? Well, it, as a- it, 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 yeah, it's the same thing, same thing there where people aren't, even, people aren't even knowing what they're sharing and what they're reading. People just grab a headline and then repost, reshare anything. And no, nobody's really digging down to what this whole protest started about with, with Kaepernick. I don't even think he understood what he was protesting and what the national anthem really means to the people that are out there unfurling the flag, you know, that, that have fought for the country. That's what that, and for me, that's what the national anthem is about. If people want to try to use that as their platform to try to protest, so be it. You know, that is what the First Amendment is all about. And that's what we fought for. You've got a real unique background coming from, you know, the Ranger family, the Ranger community. Uh, do you feel as though maybe that's kind of the sentiment felt by many Army Rangers? I would, I would think so. Um, and I would hope so at the same thing. Obviously, you know, you'll have backdoor conversations, even locker room talk within, you know, uh, when you're back behind the wall in battalion, where obviously people are pissed off about it. There's, you know, no two ways about it. But you still got to be able to respect. I mean, that's what we do. What we do. It's our, we volunteer to join this army. You know, we, we, we fought for it and we do it. So everybody else can have their right to say and do what they want as disrespectful as it is. It is what it is. Well said. And an interesting point that I learned from Tom. And while we won't get into it here, I'll share with you that second battalion, 75th Ranger regiment is the same one that the NFL's Pat Tillman served in. The star linebacker for the Phoenix Cardinals that put down the shoulder pads and joined the fight against terrorism shortly after 9-11. Now, from a Giants fan that's a former Army Ranger, we go to a Pittsburgh Steelers fan that's a U.S. Navy veteran. Joe Clark, Hope Mills, North Carolina. How you feel about this? Kneel or stand? Well, well, I'm a huge Steeler fan since I was you know, a little kid. I think, you know, as a veteran, I think people have the right to protest. I think that uh, people have the right to react to the protest. And I was saddened this weekend when the Steelers didn't come on the field. I was super proud of number 78. I won't attempt to pronounce his name without ruining it. But um, uh, the Steelers, if we talk about the Steelers for a second, I think they tried to do something noble in a way, and it totally backfired on them because I've been reading a lot of forums and tons of Steeler fans are super upset, burning their gear and mm. chopping up uh, season tickets and all kinds of crazy stuff. So 
standard Neil, I I would I would like to see everybody stand for the national anthem. I could see people who don't have my who who haven't had the same life experience that I have. I could I could respect where they're coming from because I I don't know and I'm not going to disparage somebody from doing what they think is right as long as it's not a violent protest. I'm good with it. Does it chap your ass personally, or do you feel somebody's like not American enough if they say, you know, my experience is different and I want to kneel for this? I mean, does it make you mad? No, I don't get mad. I I, I don't like it, uh, but uh, I'm not going to uh, base the feelings that I'm living the other day for somebody doing something I think is wrong, but it's their, their choice. Right. You know, I'm right. not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Ruin my day seeing somebody do something I think is wrong, but it's not. It doesn't affect me. Um, it doesn't affect uh, the things around me. I, th- I think uh, they have that right, though. It, those things do have consequences. I think it does kind of bring down the level of patriotism in the country. I think young kids are seeing it. You've seen young sports teams where they've been kneeling. I'm not even sure they know why they're doing it, but you know, kids copy that stuff. But um, I mean, it is America. We're all given the First Amendment uh, right to protest or speak or not speak or whatever. So, mm. I mean, the country's headed in a direction, you know. It's a train, and it's, you know, it's going down this path. And where it's going, I'm not exactly sure, but what am I going to do? Right, right, right. I'm not going to jump off of it. <laughs> Amen. And I advise that both as a patriot and in general life. Um, don't jump off a moving train, Joe. It's probably yeah. best. Yeah. But sometimes you have to. If you saw uh, Back to the Future, was it two or three? I think they did it. Yeah. Maybe they did. I don't know. It was, a, it, was a, it was a speeding train heading towards a cliff. But anyway. <laughs> and the Joe Clark I served in the Navy with, not much has changed. I appreciate your uh, <laughs> contextual use of random movie references. Um, outstanding. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, since this is kind of a national discussion, although it seems unclear sometimes what people are actually debating, I wanted to reach out to somebody outside the world of the veterans. And just down the hallway from my studio are the studios of WPGC, Washington, D.C. It's an iconic hip-hop radio station. Joe Claire Morning Show, WPGC. Sunny uh, Morning Show, WPGC. Uh, You guys speak to a lot of people that I may or may not know, but it's certainly something we ain't going to get around the water cooler without discussing today. Mm-hmm. Neil or stand, Joe Claire, hit me. It, well, basically, I, the the president uh, coming out to tweet against and then call names against uh, NFL players who were having a peaceful protest. One was, I mean, just come on, man. You have other things to worry about. Kim, I mean, yeah. Kim Jong, little Kim, whatever you want to call him, Rocket Man, yeah. Rocket Man is is over there doing whatever he wants to do. We still not sure, clear on what happened in Russia, and you still won't say anything about that. And then the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, and everywhere else is hurting from the hurricanes. And you take time out to call people names and tweet. I was just like, come on, man, we that, that's just so childish. It just seemed really childish to me, and he exacerbated it. You went from one to two to three guys kneeling to now hundreds right. are kneeling and standing in solidarity. So, you know, come on, man. Pick your battles. So what? not so much what you used your voice for, but how you used it, right? Like throwing around the son of a bitch term and getting yeah. like, you know, in a time and a place when there's a lot more we could talk about. 
it's how he used his. Well, I didn't know we could talk like this on on, <laughs> on this podcast, but yeah, 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 yeah. 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 If, if that's what you're saying, yes, because come on, man, grow up. You're the leader of the free world. You got where you've been trying to get to since you started business forty years ago. Right. Stop playing and be a leader, a real straight up and down leader, somebody that all of us can get behind. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I had, you know, my biggest issue this morning and we talked about it was, you know, um, I was like, what are you guys standing for locking arms with what? You know, Redskins players were locking arms with Dan Snyder, who donated to Trump campaign. So to me was the protest in the beginning with Kaepernick was about police brutality and injustice. So, you know, I'm like, if you're not kneeling, then what else are you doing? Like, we don't I don't want to see people like like they're doing it to protest Trump. The initial protest wasn't about Trump. It had nothing to do with the president. It had everything to do with Kaepernick trying to start a protest to fight injustice so now it's they're they're basically like washing it out and overshadowing the initial thing that cap started so to me it was like if you're not standing with cap then then what else are you doing we don't need you to protest the president like that's that's completely different like you guys are standing there in solidarity but most of those guys were also talking about cap right. so to me it's like they're contradicting and they're taking away from the main issue which was police brutality and injustice against black people like how do how, what are you guys doing so that's my issue that i had okay. so, so it, to me it was like if you're not kneeling then don't, don't do anything tell them sonny so it turned into like that weird argument at the family mm-hmm. holiday dinner and at the end you just look at somebody and be like what the hell are we even arguing exactly. about anymore so, uncles over there I'm yelling like, at- stay focused <laughs> i'm like stay focused on the issue what it started was that the cat was protesting police brutality brutality and injustice so now it's like all over the place nobody's paying attention nobody everybody's trying to up one another so it's like completely going away from the issue it felt very american you know how we start with one thing (laughs) then the knee-jerk reactions to that thing makes you think about something else Uh into something else like she said completely off subject and off target so now we have this big i want to say big bloated protest kind of thing going on without like she said the focus of what it was really all about alright I was right about here after my fifth or sixth conversation with somebody about kneel or stand I noticed that there's a common denominator between a lot of these conversations but it wasn't until my conversation with my colleague and army veteran Kayla Jackson that I really got the significance of what the heck is going on here and in this next segment I sat down with Kayla NVA reporter Jonathan Copanger. And Kayla shared with us her shocking experience from the stands at the Raiders Redskins game Sunday night. Uh-huh. The game wasn't so good, right? My Redskins won, right? Did, yeah. Did, did, so, did. Look, so, first of all, <laughs> the Raiders to, lost. <laughs> and you're a who fan? Who are I am a Raiders fan. No. My Sean Lynch is my hero. So, I'm very upset about that. But, like I said earlier, Cousins is on my fantasy team. So, I got to win. Um, hypothetically speaking, so I'm okay with that. Just look at that. She's playing all sides. She's playing all sides, Jonathan. Well played. When I checked my phone, I was like, you know, I might be okay with this game. Well <laughs> I might be played. okay with it. Well, talk to me now because you were there, and I liked what we said earlier in this morning's meeting when we first decided to tackle the subject, um, that you were in the stands and you witnessed how the crowd was behaving during this moment that everyone's debating, and that is kneel or stand. Tell me about it. Yeah, um, it was quite the the interesting environment to, to be in especially having you know seeing the tweets you know watching the news all weekend and then coming to the game I was really nervous I mean I was like shaking being in the stands waiting to see what was going to happen you know the playing of the national anthem looking down um, and then seeing you know 
pretty much most of the Raiders O-line sitting. Um, a lot of uh, the Redskins as well kneeling, you know, linking arms. And then as people were standing, um, you you know, you hear this ominous booing from, I mean, all sides of the stadium. Wow. Um, you know, boo and, you know, making sounds, saying this is disrespectful, this is disgusting. I mean, you have people, you know, yelling racial epithets out of the stands. Um, meanwhile, I, I actually was sitting um, during the national anthem. I chose to sit. Um, and so it, it was definitely... Um, an uncomfortable, you know, environment to, to be in because I've, I've never felt really anything like that. So it, it was something to experience. Booing, right? Can yeah. you imagine? I mean, booing during the very anthem that they're saying you need to respect. Right, right, right. Uh, and, you know, as an African-American woman, you heard epithets. Yeah. Basically, you heard people throwing around N-words? Yeah, definitely. You know, right around me. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm looking around trying not to, one, get up and fight someone. Yeah, um, right? I don't. <laughs> it's just a lot. I mean, even I'm sitting now I've, all morning. It's just been a very rough morning for me having to, to wake up to experience that, watch what's being on TV. Um, and exactly what you, you know, I'm sitting there. People are talking about it's disrespectful to veterans. I'm sitting here as a black, you know, female in the military. Right. That, you know, that <laughs> how much more vulnerable can you get? And I'm I'm sitting during the and national you just did anthem. your reserve duty. I mean, right. you were just, I was just, you were just at drill a couple days ago. I was just wearing my uniform. I was just I just had my flag patch, you know, on my arm, and and here I am, um, in, in FedEx Field and, and hearing um all of these very un um what we'd like to think of as un-American I- ideals and and things happening. So it, it was quite quite interesting. Mm. Kayla, thank you for sharing. Thank and you. let's share now with Jonathan real quick. Your thoughts on this, bud. When did this go from being what the protest was about to being about patriotism? Right. Because it was all about the way the police have treated our fellow Americans who have different color skin than you and I do, Phil. Right, right. So that's what it's about. It has nothing to do with patriotism. Quickly, I want to ask both you guys, if someone does kneel, and I guess we've just answered that, but does it, do you feel as a veteran that that insults you or disrespects you? Go ahead, Kayla. No, definitely not. I mean, thinking back to, I mean, I've only been in four years, but when I swore in, they weren't playing the Star Spangled Banner. You know, I took an oath to the to defend the Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> and if you, if you think about um, being on duty, me being at drill, I have never been on a base in basic training and the Star Spangled Banner is playing and all of a sudden we stop and we're we, you know, when that time comes mm-hmm. and, you know, it's time to stand outside and salute, that's what we're saluting, right? Right. And I think now, um, I mean, for me, I have a little bit of a, pers- a different perspective being a black woman. That's always in the forefront of my mind that I know that when people look at me, that's what they're seeing. So they view me as a different perspective. And so that's always in the forefront of my mind is thinking about police brutality and these issues. Um, so it's always been in the, you know, the forefront of the conversation. But when you're talking about kneeling and changing it to, you know, bringing veterans into a conversation before we even have have our chance to talk yeah. about it. You know, people are right. are putting photos of, of, of amputees um, and disabled vets, not knowing one where the pictures are coming from, who these people are, using them as political props um, without even reaching out to veterans who come in all shapes of, you know, colors and, and, and perspectives before, you know, speaking on behalf of us. So I, I find that disrespectful as speaking on behalf of service members um, who decided to take the oath to the Constitution to defend the United States. Um, before mm. putting us into a conversation about kneeling before we even have a chance to talk about it. I love it, Jonathan. I'm going to let her speak for me anytime, okay? Because I just... <laughs> I was going to say something, but the more she talked, the more I just didn't want to say anything because it, it really just hits the nail on the head.
So that's pretty much today's water cooler conversation. Stand or kneel. Or understand why some kneel and respect why some stand. No matter where you fit in. I think the biggest thing I learned is that like a field goal from short range, if you don't focus, it's easy to miss the point. For Vet Story, I'm Phil Briggs, and I'll talk to you again on ConnectingVets.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.